Hello and welcome to the Bliss Tonic Podcast. You are here in the right place. If you want to learn how to use yogic philosophy to embrace and enjoy your time as a human on planet Earth with less judgment and more authenticity. You just get to be who you are. And I am your host, Michelle Anthony, yoga educator and amateur circus performer. Let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome to a very special episode of the Bliss Tonic Podcast. It is a wild, wild world out there right now, and I wanted to share with all of you some contemplations about how to deal with the energy, uh, the atmosphere of the world right now. I don't want to tell you what to do. I don't want to tell you what's going to happen. I don't want to tell you anything that you should be doing. I just want to say, here's some thoughts. Think about them. Here's some things that we can contemplate that maybe are going to bring a little more light into our hearts and uh, help us stay in tune to this energy of uh connection and unity that is the intention of yoga. So I am going to start this episode off by having you take a moment, a very brief moment to tune inward. So we start with this practice of pratyahara, this sense withdrawal. So start to move inward kind of eliminating the senses to the best of your current ability based on what you're doing. Maybe the eyes close, maybe you use your sense of hearing and instead of putting your awareness out into what you're hearing, bring it back in into the sense of hearing. Who is it that hears all of these noises going on in the world? Or even this eerie sense of quiet, whatever it is you're noticing. And start to add breath awareness. And notice as you bring awareness to breath that maybe it changes. It just naturally becomes more deep. And intend that each exhale, you're totally softening all tension and eliminating, releasing, clearing all stress from the body. Breathing in and breathing out, softening, surrendering, letting go. Another breath. Let it out slowly until you're all the way empty. And then Last inhale, we'll have a brief pause at the top, holding in that sense of fullness of this life force energy flowing through us. And then exhale, slowly let it all out, surrendering, relaxing, and finding yourself here in this moment. 
Welcome. So I've been contemplating this episode for a while and waiting to see how things play out and really in in my own body and my own mind just noticing you know what has been happening what are these cycles that we go through as a human when we encounter something like this that is happening to the collective on such a large scale and truly it is one of those things that bring up the the shadow within us. It shows us the fear that maybe has been there this whole time and now it's agitated, it's stirred up, it's, it's there for us to look at. And so we've been given this gift of a collective sigh, this moving inward to notice what it's like when we slow down just a little bit. And I know for me, I had a little stomach bug before there was talk of, you know, social distancing and quarantine and whatnot. And so I have been moving inward and in a sense of solitude for um, Friday was when I got sick. And it, I've really just been in this sense of like deep gratitude of I've been pushing and pushing and moving and doing and had this intention of this vacation coming up that I was supposed to leave today for, which of course I am not going to anymore. The hostel in the forest, my sweet home, I will be back for you when the time is right. But a sense of this moving inward and honoring the slowing down. And in that you really get a clear vision of the distribution of your life force energy in a daily basis when you eliminate some of the doing and some of the tasks and clearly there are new tasks different tasks that are there for you um, as for me owning businesses that are in person you know new tasks of placing things online and I know that I am not the only person who is moving in that direction so I you know know that we are all kind of in this space of moving in and looking at ourselves and our habits and also, you know, reassessing our lives in a way or reassessing our businesses. And one thing that has been on my mind in this space of contemplation is a sense of control. And, you know, uh, there's just so much communication happening and a lot of it is you know obviously discussing the current affairs of things a lot of it is finger pointing and blaming a lot of it you know is maybe putting us deeper into that fear or panic mode some of it is just straight up information so there's so much out there and what I have been in the space of contemplating is, you know, we're not actually in control. <laughs> and this is this and this is not to say that we don't all do our part. Okay. So just hear me out. We were never in control to begin with. And yet we have this illusion of control of if we do these things, then this will happen. Right. And that is 
a lot the foundation of a lot of our businesses it is the foundation of the structure of the habits of our lives and the way we you know we get up in the morning we do this we shower we eat we go to the bathroom we go to work we come home we do this we do more work we go to bed whatever that is 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 the sense of trying to control the outcome of our experiences and You know, in our modern society, a lot of times we get lost in the structures that we've built to control the outcome. And we know that we are not actually in control of the outcome anyways. And this is a message that comes through from the Bhagavad Gita, is that we only have control over our actions and never the fruits of our actions. And so, you know, this is definitely getting to what's going on now is you are only in control of you. And this is important for a couple of reasons. First of all, because that means that it's your responsibility because the truth of the matter is a lot of us aren't even in control, okay? We don't even have in a sense of awareness and, you know, this is majority of us and I would say that it's not like an all or nothing you have control or you don't right we're always moving through this human experience and it's a spectrum it's a cycle of being in control in of our mind in a way what we can see what our mind is doing and saying but it's not necessarily the one running the show that we can have this deeper sense of who we are coming through these layers of the mind So when we have a contemplative or a meditation practice, some of that light from who we actually are has a greater opportunity to shine through the other functions and layers of the mind, the structures uh, of the mind. And so when we have some of that, then we can say maybe that our actions are dharmic, right? Our actions are in alignment with our soul's purpose. And it is a practice always, always, always. And the second part of this practice is abhyasa and viragya, the practice and surrender. And so part of the practice of gaining control over your own mind and and your own actions is starting to have this meditation and contemplative practice where the light of the soul shines through the mind because and I say it all the time but the mind is the way that we perceive not only the world around us but it is our um, instrument to perceive our soul and so when we are structuring our contemplations of the soul from the space of maybe having a dirty windshield of perception, then we're not seeing clearly. And that is, I would say, you know, probably all of us. Is it all of us? Probably. (laughs) I know I am in this category of, you know, always trying to understand myself better, trying to understand the intentions behind my actions, my thoughts, and the words that I say. And questioning, is this the wisdom of my soul shining through or is this a function of the mind in a reactive state? So that's the first part is we're only in control of our actions. However, 
are we really in control of our actions? It said that actually in the Bhagavad Gita, it talks about these forces that are actually working through us, that it's not actually us. It's these forces of tamas, rajas, and sattva. And this essentially can be these forces of like dullness or darkness and is tamas and rajas is this force of um, doing or light or energy kind of more active and sattva is that balanced place. So to be sattvic would be, you know, somebody you think of as a stereotypical healthy yogi established in meditation practice, um, really calm and clear of mind and appears that way. So that is the first part of, I would say, this main message in the Gita about abhyasa and viragya of being in control of our actions only and not the fruits of our actions. And truly, this is the big thing I've been sinking into at this point is the sense of surrender. Because we're not in control of the outcome, we create suffering when we start to attach to a certain outcome. And so when we have to cancel vacations, when we change the structure of our business, when we have to make huge changes in our life, when we have kids that are home now for potentially the rest of the year, right? All of these things maybe bring something up in the body or the mind. And when we try to be sattvic, when we try to be in this clear and calm, balanced state and we are not, that is a form of spiritual bypassing, right? When we're like, no, but I just want to be happy and I want to be okay with this. And, you know, the, and we talk about this so much and in a way, this is like the foundation of this podcast is what comes first is to go into it to go into the feeling and to be fully where you are. It's own, That's the only place that you can start. You can't skip ahead to the end where you're actually fine with everything. However, through consistent practice, and this can be, you know, these practice of implementing the maybe contemplations or philosophy of... And in this case, I've been studying, um, you know, Sri Vidya, the tantric philosophy and implementing some of these aspects of the philosophy, including non-duality in my life for a while. So surrender is something I, you know, sometimes feel really at ease with and sometimes, you know, have this sense of gripping of like now. Um, and so I, I, you know, with practice, that time of gripping when surrender is being called upon, it gets shortened and that in turn shortens our suffering. And so it's really just an awareness of a, where is my starting point and how can I go there, embrace it, embody it, really be in my body with the feelings, emotions, sensations. And then from there, moving into the contemplation you know, of am I in control ever? What a beautiful gift to to have the world show me that I truly am not in control. And, and what is this showing me? And so what I would love to share with you is um, something that I really recently learned in my most recent teacher training um, I've been taking uh, via um, para yoga. 
And it's something that we went over and really, uh, I, I, I thought, wow, this is something I need to share um, with the people uh, who are listening to this podcast because they are um, powerful contemplations. And so when I say contemplations, <clears throat> I'm not saying, uh, I, I do not mean like logically thinking about them and um, breaking them apart and really to work with these. They're called, the and they're the five Sri Dharma Suktam. It's a contemplation practice of this these statements revealing this this higher truth. So it is something that you have this prerequisite of being in a meditative state. And so whatever meditation practice moves you inward, and you can read these, listen to these, write them down. Um you know, think about them in that space of meditation and just let them reveal themselves to you really in a way. And it's bound to be a lifelong process of sitting with these statements, but they have been so helpful for me at this time that I just don't know how I couldn't share these with you. So take a couple breaths and start to tune in to that inner space once again. And I'm going to share these five statements with you. The five Dharma Suktam. These statements revealing this higher truth. And notice if any resistance in the mind or the body peaks up, know that it's okay. Maybe one of these sits with you better. Maybe one of these kind of irks you. And know that it doesn't mean anything. Just sit with it and soak it in. Be with it in your body. So take a couple more breaths, settling in and preparing. And know you can always rewind this and listen again. You can listen again with a notebook and write these down, whatever uh, suits you. And I do want to say that these are from a sacred text, and I got this from this training manual. So just um, doing a reference for para yoga. All right, one more breath. First one is, the world is beautiful because it is a manifestation of the most beautiful one. The world is beautiful because it is a manifestation of the most beautiful one. The second one. Life is a gift from the divine. Life is a gift from the divine. I am part of the divine. I am part of the divine. The world is an endless ocean of ambrosia. The body is but an island. The world is an endless ocean of ambrosia, and the body is but an island. All that happens is waves rising and falling, neither inauspicious nor meaningful. All that happens is waves rising and falling, 
neither inauspicious nor meaningful. So these are the five Dharma Suktam, and it's recommended that you choose one to work with at a time. So if one is more comforting to you to contemplate at this time, if one is more challenging to you to contemplate at this time, which one is calling out to you to work with? And again, just notice, did any of those irk you? Did any of those call out to you? It's all just something to take in, and we don't have to judge any of that sensory input or immediate response in the mind or body as being good or bad or right or wrong as meaning something other than, you know, just noticing. What is it? That's interesting. So one last tool that I wanted to share with you is the Mahamritanjaya Mantra. So I'm going to be sharing this one with you because A, it is a mantra of healing. It is also a mantra of the healer and the giver. It's also a mantra to help reduce fear and help us, you know, one day overcome the great fear of death, of, you know, when we forget who we are, we think we die. And so this is the great mantra to help us overcome this fear and you know, instigate healing. It's also a mantra that we can do for the healing of others. So this is one that we can dedicate to different people. And so I really encourage you to practice this mantra for yourself as an act of service to somebody you love, somebody you know who is maybe suffering from fear or anxiety or illness at this time. And practice this for the collective who is so in need of this healing, both physically and spiritually from this state of fear and this gripping that it it provides us really when we're in that state of fear. That is the result is gripping. We grip harder when we are in fear. So this collective surrender and swaha, we let it be, so it be, so it is. So the Maha Mritanjaya Mantra. So I'm going to go through it line by line and uh, kind of leave a moment for you to essentially call and response it and it'll just be quiet, but you go ahead and respond uh, wherever you are in your life right now. You can respond to the each line and then I'll just chant a few for you. And, you know, if you feel like you have it, chant along. I will have um, in the show notes a... I'll probably put a link to maybe somebody singing it as well as the um, the words. Um, sometimes the words can be a little bit more complicated, though, as it is in Sanskrit, um, and then the meaning as well. So I'll, I'll just post a link to, to all of that in the show notes. So let's get going with the Mahamritan Jaya Mantra to help reduce fear and increase the sense of suffering. You can take a breath. Set that intention. Om Triambakam. Om Triambakam. Yajamahe. 
Jamahe Sugandim Pushtivardhanam Urvarukamiva Bandanan Mrityor Mukshya Mamritat. So I'll do it one line at a time and I'll repeat it twice and you can chant along with me that second time. Om Triambakam Yajamahe Om Triambakam Yajamahe Sugandim Pushtivardhanam Sugandim Pushtivardhanam Urvarukamiva Bandanan Urvarukamiva Bandanan Mrityor Mukshya Mamritat Mrityor Mukshya Mamritat And then I'll do it a couple times just on repeat. And feel free to chant along as you are able. Om Triambakam Yajamahe Sugandim Pushtivardhanam Urvarukamiva Bandhanan Mrityor Mukshya Mamritat Om Triambakam Yajamahe Sugandim Pushtivardhanam Urvarukamiva Bandhanan Mrityor Mukshya Mamritat Om Triambakam Yajamahe Sugandim Pushtivardhanam Urvarukamiva Bandhanan Mrityor Mukshya Mamritat Om Triambakam Yajamahe Sugandim Pushtivardhanam Urvarukamiva Bandhanan Mrityor Mukshya Mamritat Om Triambakam Yajamahe Sugandim Pushtivardhanam Urvarukamiva Bandhanan Mrityor Mukshya Mamritat Om Triambakam Yajamahe Sugandim Pushtivardhanam Urvarukamiva Bandhanan Mrityor Mukshya Mamritat Om Triambakam Yajamahe Sugandim Pushtivardhanam 
Urvarukamiva Pandanan Marityor Mukshya Mamritat Om Triambakam Yajamahe Sugandim Pushtivardanam Urvarukamiva Pandanan Marityor Mukshya Mamritat Om Triambakam Yajamahe Sugandim Pushtivardanam Urvarukamiva Bandanan Marityor Mukshya Mamritat Om Triambakam Yajamahe Sugandim Pushtivardanam Urvarukamiva Bandanan Marityor Mukshya Mamritat Om Triambakam Yajamahe Sugandim Pushtivardhanam Urvarukamiva Bandhanam Marityor Mukshya Mamritat So that was 11 rounds nonstop of the Mahamritanjaya Mantra. You can listen again, keep listening until you learn it. You can go back to the call and response style as many times as you need and sit in that space of setting your intention of healing for you, for your loved ones, and for the world right now. And being in that space of service and love is what we not only need more of now, and I don't want to tell you what we need, but it's going to also help you. It will help you feel more in touch with your sense of community and that sense of unity. If nothing else, this whole experience wakes us up. We are all connected. We are all one. I am you and you are me. Sending you so much love today and every day. And know that whatever trials and tribulations we come across in humanity, may we all walk forward stronger, more resilient, and more connected, more aware of our true nature. I love you, and I hope you have an amazing day. Thanks for making it through that episode. I appreciate you so very much. Thank you very much for listening to another episode. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend. Let's spread the love. Keep it going. And let's learn this mantra and keep doing it together for each other in love. Huge thank you to Kyle Piper for editing this podcast. 
my number one tech guy that's you thanks for keeping up with this and making this available to all of the listeners out there love you if you feel so inclined give this podcast a five-star rating or write a little review let me know what you think send me an email anything i appreciate all connections with you all and i love you bye